And we're back. I'm Neil. Hi, and I'm Libby. And our guest today is Robert Tiarina. Hi, Ro- hi again, Robert. Hello. Hey. Uh, so <laughs> um, we have been flying high mm-hmm. on a prior- <laughs> on a Priority One Aviation private jet, but we landed. We landed. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what made that little flight? Obviously, we're not. We didn't fly, but. <laughs> We're pretending. Theoretically speaking. Right. Um, was all the wonderful titanium tequila we had on on board. Staring at three beautiful bottles. So we're, we're bottles. having some now. It's good for your imagination. I, 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 um, I'm trying to hear more. Lots of things. Lots, Lots of, health, of things. health benefits. We'll get um, into that. So many. I do my best work after a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. I do too. I think Creative I do work. Not like, you know. Don't y'all think you do everything better with at least a drink or two? I think so. Mm-hmm. I do. You're both looking at me. I mean, sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to hear the story of titanium tequila. Me too. It's a a good story. So um, back in the mid-90s when I was doing the jet company was growing, uh, a couple of things. I had the opportunity to uh, import and represent another tequila that uh, called Casadores back then, and I learned all about it. Set up the company, but I wasn't too big in tequila back then. I was very young, and uh, we couldn't agree on a territory, so I was more interested in the jets, so I continued that. And um, one of my partners, or not partners, customers in Mexico that I've sold jet to, mm-hmm. probably about six and a half years ago, we started talking about tequila. He goes, you know, I want to start this line. You know, both of our families, my families, my mother and father were both, both born in Mexico. What part of Mexico? Uh, mother in uh, Monterey and dad in Torreon. Okay. Yep. Where's that? In Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> okay, huh. that way. Libby. Follow along, Libby, Libby girl. Thank that you. Way. That way. I know, but like, donde <laughs> estas? Al sur. So Monterey is <laughs> near the border. All right, I know where Monterey is. I've been to Monterey. Yes, Monterey. And Torreon is down south. But dad came uh, to the States at a very young age. Okay. Grew up in the States, uh, fought in World War II and all that stuff. So it was pretty interesting. But uh, so we were, both of our families, Sergio, my kind of partner in Mexico, good tequilas kind of have gotten lost. Everybody says 100% agave, mm-hmm. but then you try some, some are great, some are awful. Uh, so they're not 100% agave. They're they 100% agave, but yeah, but there's a lot that goes into tequila these days. Uh, you have your premium tequilas, you have your average, you, and, and it's, a lot of it is how people do it and what they put in and what kind of agave plants they use and so forth, you know. So we just said, look, mm-hmm. why don't we start this, um, a great line, modern, good, and try to peel back the way tequila used to be made. So it took, uh, it's actually very, very difficult, a lot harder than I thought. And um, it took us almost three years just to get the bottle, the product, to start one and get it wow. approved and uh, yeah it's, it's wow. pretty hard it's a lot harder than I thought you know all these to get so it approved by the... the Mexican government or the US government actually both import. because yeah. we had to start first is with uh, a, a bottle and we went through a bunch of them and then once you figure out a bottle um, we had the juice that's what we call it mm-hmm. we kind of perfected a really really good white tequila okay and um, the Blanco here yeah. so the, the, uh, the bottle that we have now is different than this one this is our new line that okay. actually oh. is just getting released this week. It's so pretty. They yep. are beautiful <clears throat> bottles. Very nice. Thank you. So we start with one bottle, and uh, but then you have to get government approvals. You get TBC approvals. You've got to do a lot of stuff with the CRT in Mexico. That's the, the uh, regulatory commission that handles tequila, stuff in the States. It's, it's a lot of work. And then to get the permits um, for the label approval, and then you get 
so anyway, it's complicated. So these Thanks are people time. that are like testing if it is what you say it is, and they're no, pre- not necessarily. No? Well, yeah, in Mexico, the CRT. When okay. everything comes out of the distillery, okay, um, they're an agency, and everything is done right, and they approve it, and they sign off on it, and all that. But just all the paperwork, just to sure. get it where you can have it here. Yeah. When you go right. any, any bottle of liquor, you go buy it and you drink it. A lot of people don't realize how much work and effort goes into the bottle and to get it to where it the is. The actual. Yep. Bottle. Yep. Everything. The bottle, the wording, the juice, the permits. Um, yeah. We, and we can talk about that work. too. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad so. We have a whole lot of respect <laughs> for what you do. <laughs> thank you. We appreciate your time. Um, so thank you. <laughs> we thank You're you most welcome. sincerely. <laughs> you know, the the best way to thank us is just buy a lot of it. That's and right. Well, yes. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, it's a, it's a very interesting business. Like everything you do in this world, if you're going to do something good, it's not easy. Right. And we've got a great staff. I've got uh, the gentleman that runs all the tequila for me, Casey Hartel. He's done a wonderful job with us. And is he here or in Mexico? Here in Houston. Okay. He has him office, yep. Yeah, all the operations, everything. And um, so anyway, we, we did that. We launched our first Blanco. Uh, did really well. We won a gold in the World Spirits uh, oh, competition, which is like the Olympics of liquor. That we is We just won with these bottles a very high. This is a New York Ultimate Spirits Challenge. We just got this last week. So we scored a... a uh, 94 points, and we're talking hundreds of tequilas. That's so we amazing. scored very, very high. Not easy. Congrats. Very proud of everything. Uh, World Spirits, we get the results in another week. That's another big one. But um, a lot of other exciting news. Um, well, and we can talk about the process, too. Would you prefer to do that? Well, I'll I want to hear all your exciting news, and we want to learn about the process, too. We, we, we like to be educated. Mm-hmm. All right. Educate me. <laughs> we like well, to, one good thing we is do like new, to learn something mm-hmm. along the way. Yeah. Uh, one good thing is a new drink, I think, was just created right here. It was. Or Libby's I coffee. The you know what? Cafe Tequilito. Do you want to? We can maybe name it after you. We c- we should. Let's think about that. Libby's after we drink a little juice. bit more. <laughs> oh, now there you go. <laughs> now you're smart. I also I've also invented a vodka drink. I don't know if invented. Oh, I want to hear it. Invented. Yeah. Definitely. It was. Um, we were in Paris at the Maurice, and it was after kind of a long weekend, and we were a little bit tired, but we were so excited still to be there. It was our last day. And so I ordered an iced tea with a vodka soda and combined them with a lemon. So it's a vodka tea. Awesome. Little caffeine, still having the vodka. And you can do that with tequila, too. So continue. Now that I'm on the tequila track, so we have the coffee tequila and we have the iced tea tequila. And then I do have a very famous margarita recipe that we can talk about about later when we talk about margaritas. Let's find out how tequila is made. So... You have, I'll just go through the real basic. You have highlands and lowlands. Okay. Highlands, we call it the piña, like a pineapple. The agave plant is actually really big. It's like a giant aloe vera plant. And it takes anywhere from seven to ten years for it to mature to grow. And is this the same plant that you see in, like, landscapes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so the the process there, the soil in the area, it's near, it's in Jalisco. It's near Guadalajara. That's the only region of anywhere in the world that you can actually grow the agave process it, distill it, and call it tequila. Okay. You, can, you can take an agave plant here, but you can never call it tequila. So it's like champagne. Wow. Yeah. But like the soil is, is, um, is volcanic. It's red. You literally see it, and it's got a red color. It's very rich in nutrients. That's amazing. Um, every see, it's good for you. It's it good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Antioxidants, nutrients. Gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Good stuff. And uh, so the soil has a lot to do with the play the plant grows and the flavor and so forth and after a couple of rounds of crops then they go back and to regenerate the nutrients that so they'll, they'll grow corn okay for quite some time to let the soil do its natural thing so anyway we use we use a very very um we, our, our fields are very um 
uh, organic, no pesticides, highlands, which is a smaller. So you have highlands and lowlands. The lowlands is a little bigger. Uh, the highlands is smaller, a little bit sweeter. Okay, so is the lowlands like where it would be mass produced possibly, or is that like? Yeah, you could say okay. that. Yep. And uh, so we take that and uh, we distill it. We have our own uh, process to do that. They're um, slow roasted in the uh, stainless steel um, autoclave. And, uh, and then there's a lot that goes into it, the way you oxygenate it, the kind of uh, yeast that you add to it. Tequilas now, they're not the same. You know, if you take a vodka, tasteless, colorless, odorless, mm-hmm. very difficult to taste a vodka unless you have a really cheap one. But tequila, they're all different flavors. That's why these competitions, people can taste them. and Right, and they can tell the difference. And we absolutely. took a tequila tasting class in Maroma back in January, thanks to our dear friends Elizabeth and Ryan. Um, and they were telling us, the guy was telling us about the barrels right. and the difference in how the tequila is, like, their single-use barrels. Is that? Yes. I mean, and that's kind of Charred the same thing as barrels. wine, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's like, I know Duck Corn, I think, has a second barrel product, Um decoy and it's like he was kind of explaining how the tequila has kind of the same like it'll be used for bourbon absolutely which we talked oh, about right. with, yes with very Mike. important yes um yeah. cool gives a distinct flavor so it's aged in barrels just like wine is absolutely and so it depends like the, on how long it's ages a color yep. so the the blanco that you have there okay that's no aging stainless steel tanks neutral there's no doesn't have the charred you know mm-hmm. and, and you can tell by the color yeah and this is allegedly the least of the hangovers. Well, not necessarily. Um, we say ours is well, whoever told not me hangover that. proof, but uh, uh, whichever <laughs> you try it yourself, you know. Well, I've um, heard the lighter in color. Not necessarily. I've heard the less you drink of it in one There's, setting is has a little bit to do with your hangover. Neil, see, we There's don't a, need to be discussing how much you're drinking that's right just now, me. do we? Excuse me. There's Thank a misconception that years ago everybody had the bad Cuervo gold moment. <gasps> I've been there. And that's not necessarily a reposado. That's not exactly it's the not, same. What is that even? It's got... No hate. I mean, Cuervo's huge. They're the biggest right. tequila and oldest in the world. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to say anything bad about anybody. And it's not bad. It's just a little different the way they do it. But it's a lot stronger. And, and you will get more of a hangover with that mm-hmm. than you would with a premium white or even our reposado. A little bit different. It's nice to be able to drink, t- sip it, tequila, and, sip it like yeah. I'm doing right. now. Then to, you know, and then the evening lasts longer. Yeah. Oh, we don't do, you know, the shot thing. So you shoot a bad tequila. You can shoot these, but we don't want people to go slam it down and then grab this lime and make this terrible face. No, 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 no. no. So, and we were talking earlier about the banderas that are so delicious that you get in Mexico. And I think right. there are a couple of places that you can get them here. But it's the... Straight tequila, whether it's reposado or whatever, I think you can pick. And then it's right. a, like freshly squeezed lime juice and then like Clamato or tomato some juice. type of red tomato juice. And you kind of sip all three. It's a pre, pre-dinner. Yeah, pre it's post so dinner. good. It is good. That You'll should wake to, your taste buds up, It right? does. I mean, it's kind of a little bit of everything. Get and your palate Yeah. Going. It's a delicious little sip. It's you know, good. I quit drinking margaritas because... Of the sugar content. Of the sugar see. and the um, acid yeah. and the lime. Because it would wake me up at 3 a.m., I would have a sugar crash, and then I would already start feeling hungover, and the acid reflux would be awful. And once I stopped drinking margaritas, I really started appreciating fine tequila Mm -hmm. served really cold in a glass with ice or without ice. Right. So my appreciation for fine tequila is really in the last three years. And I really advise people, give it a try, because a margarita... Someone once told me, 
that putting ice or any kind of mixer with a fine whiskey, a fine vodka, or a fine tequila was a disgrace Mm -hmm. and almost criminal. Which is why you order a Tito's on the rocks with no fruit. Right, and and tequila <laughs> and tequila on the rocks. The only problem one ever runs into when they're with Neil and Greg is if right. you're day drinking. Oh, because these two don't have a glass of rosé. They don't have a glass of champagne. They order a vodka rocks at two o'clock. <laughs> and the problem because that's is, all y'all drink. Well, uh, we only drink tequila and vodka. That's on good. on the rocks. The rocks. Yeah. Right. Hey. So, yeah. The you know, we don't rocks. half step anything. Okay. <laughs> So <laughs> they grab the bulls by the way. Hey, that's right. Yeah. But it's um, interesting what, what Neil, what you're saying about the hangover and all that. And, and another thing I would point out too, so you can take a good tequila, bad tequila, you can chill it and it masks the flavor. It tones it down a little bit. When we mm-hmm. do our tastings, we like room temperature, okay. let it breathe for a little bit because it does, it is come from a plant. It's been shipped and shaken and flown and so forth. So it should breathe three, five minutes. Okay. Good and um, so room temperatures where you really get the full flavor of the tequila. Well, this, we're, we're having this. Uh, room temp. Room temp now. And you know, I, we're they've having, done that. The one we're having right now is, is, is the Añejo. The Añejo. And it is absolutely divine. Amazing, isn't it? Yes. It's really good. So, uh, so that's where you get the true flavor. Yeah. Now, there's nothing wrong with chilling it if that's the way you like it. Uh, another way a lot of places serve it is, is we're trying to – people can drink limes, but if you take a lime without anything, what are you going to do? You make a horrible face. Mm-hmm. So you take a tequila, which is already harsh, you slam it down, you grab a lime, double, right. red face. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we try to tell people – a lot of places now will say if you want something to cleanse your palate, do an orange. Or we places Yum. will serve an orange and a lime just to give it a nice presentation. But an orange is really, really, really good. Sweeter, calmer. You know, yeah, it's, it's not so sour. Right. I love and, that. Uh, well, yeah. in Napa, they do the same thing with white wine. Is they like to serve it which are for a tasting right. at room temp because that's how you get, like you're saying, totally. the best totally. flavor. Um, and also during that tasting, which is something I'm glad I know because I was doing it the whole wrong way. Is like wine, you're supposed to, you know, do the whole smelling and swirling mm-hmm. and thing. Um, and the guy told us not to breathe in when you're drinking when you're sipping tequila. But to like exhale out instead, which through your nose, yeah, through yes. your nose, right. But after yeah, we can you do that said, real quick, too. Sure, can't we? can see us. Here, should we cheen, do a toast? Cheen, y'all. Cheers. That's right. Cheers to Robert. Cheers y'all. to my Friday. Robert, Cheers thank y'all for you. having me on your show. Did you say this is your Friday one more time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. gonna get ugly. Oh, Nancy. Yes. Mm. But you can do it. These are these are small glasses, but in a lot of the competitions, they will do it and look at the legs. Okay. And they see how they break. They look at the color. I love it. Uh, the smell is a really big part of it. Mm-hmm. Many times in the morning, it could be eight or nine in the morning. Uh, Casey and I may um, grab some competitors' bottles and we sip them and smell them and so forth. But smell is a big part of it. And uh, so when you actually do the smell, you're supposed to kind of open your mouth a little bit. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's what he said. And bring it in. It's a very through your smooth. nose and back out your mouth. <laughs> smell yeah. this is. It's not. It's not like in your face. Not like harsh. some of them are, yeah. Yeah, doesn't it make you feel good? Oh yeah, I'm loving I'm this. So happy. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I can you know, tell. we do like to drink, Libby and I, and we have lots of friends that are big drinkers too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, whenever we have the opportunity, we talk about alcohol on this show every <laughs> single time. Somehow or another, it always finds its way. It's a great thing to it, talk about. It sure is. Mm-hmm. Well, most and, of our good stories have come from. A couple 
beverages at some point out. it's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know and if y'all don't mind maybe what i'll do is i'll just leave you always some titanium tequila and every show we <gasps> could like Sick. have a little yeah that but we're gonna have to move it Your to guess. friday <laughs> right <PM. laughs> your guests would like it and you know loosen them up a little bit. bobby yeah, totally. i think we're gonna start recording and fridays at three can you send <laughs> my right. uber there okay. you go um, we're going to come back in a second. We sure are. But um, when we come back, we're going to learn a lot more from and about Robert T. Arena, owner of Titanium Tequila and Priority One Aviation, and an all around just really awesome guy. Totes. Thank you. Good Thank you. looking, charming, well, smart, true. successful. Private jet, <laughs> liquor company, like helicopters. Yeah, oh, that too. And I feel like we're just the two schlubs. <laughs> Oh, God. You know, tagging along on Robert's coattails today. But, guys, we'll be right back with Robert T. Arena. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.